I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. I am Mark. Joining me once again today is the lovely and talented Val Cameron. Hi, Val. Hey. Uh, We just uh, barely, an hour and a half ago, got out of a screening uh, for a film that we no one's going to see this review until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Yeah. that's cutting it close, man. I know, right? That's uh, that's uh, about 15, 14 and a half hours away from now. Um, so it's going to take us that long to say something about this film and for me to edit it all together. Um, the latest Sony spider type verse film, Madame Web. Uh, I, I, I tried not to read too much into this coming in. I tried not to get too involved in uh, behind the scenes shenanigans in terms of writers and directors and delays. Sometimes that happens. I think this was delayed once, but I can't swear to that. Yeah. Uh, um, but again, that happens a lot. Uh, but yeah, so we have Dakota Johnson as uh, uh, Cassandra Webb. Ironic. That's with two B's. If you're keeping track at home. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, and Celeste O'Connor play her three cohorts. Tahir Rahim plays our antagonist slash villain type guy. <sighs> there is both a lot to unpack here to talk about, and there's a lot to not unpack about this film. <laughs> uh, let, let's start with a quick synopsis. Uh, Cassandra Webb's mother in 1973 is in the Amazon searching for a spider because it might have healing properties. So again, we have scientists run amok. Um, she is pregnant at the time. Uh, events happen cut to 2003 in New York city. And Cassandra Webb is now a EMT driving a ambulance. Uh, something happens and she starts seeing things. And then, then the narrative ball gets rolling. Uh, it's a little slow to that point. Uh, and we'll talk about that. How do you feel about the premise? I'm not well versed in all things Madame Web. I know she is an actual comic book person. Yes. Um, I, I I'm not familiar with her her origin in the comics. I believe the powers by the end of the film line up. Uh, but. That said, uh, how did you feel coming out? What were your first thoughts coming out? I'm the same as you. I know that Madam Web exists. I know all of the characters that are being introduced in Madam Web, the movie, exist because I'm a Spidey fan. And so I have seen all of these characters of the young girls, you know, that turn into these other spider characters. Yep. Um, 
So I do know that it exists. You can tell if you're not well-versed um, with this character that she came out after a lot of well-known uh, comic book characters that Marvel has already done. So as you're watching the film, you know, I see, I see some X-Men in there. I see some Doctor Strange in there. I see, of course, Spider-Man in there. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on as far as things that you're familiar with. Vis- visually think, speaking, right? We're talking, and, and there's nothing uh, wrong I mean, with visually, that. Visually, but story-wise as well, because you have, when you have comic book superhero stories, you the origins are usually, like you said, very similar. There's some kind of science involved. Um, you have some kind of scientist that either turns into the hero, superhero or super, super villain, or in this case, you have both. And um, it, it, what I did like about how unique it was is that I like it when you have a derivative of a character that you already like. And for me, it's Spidey, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not the same superpowers. And so I did like the fact that different spider people, uh, they don't all come out with the same superpowers. Because just like, you know, um, I would say in The Incredible Hulk, which we kind of get a feel like that, is you can use the same serum twice Mm -hmm. and you're not going to get the same you know, outcome. And so that's very much of these spider people. Um, I I didn't pay attention to a lot going in, Mark, because you couldn't really, unless you dug for it, find out really what this movie is about because they didn't do a whole lot of marketing for this film. No, they didn't. It was, there was like one trailer. Yeah. All I could see is that they have a Spidey character. You've got a, a movie full of females, which is great. And that the lead character in this superhero movie is going to be Dakota Johnson. Now, Dakota Johnson is not my favorite, <laughs> right? Okay, um, that's fair. She she always kind of plays this sweet, innocent, doesn't know a lot about what's going on in almost every every movie I've seen her in. I think only one of the only ones was probably what is it, peanut butter Falcon. Is that what it's called? Was she in peanut butter Falcon. She was in it. She was in uh, she, cha-cha real smooth as well. Yeah. But again, a lot of these movies that she, she's in, you say them and mm-hmm. then you're like, Oh yeah, she was in that. It's, you know, but um, she kind of plays the same and I didn't understand the casting until I saw the film. Um, but, but I mean, yeah, it just, uh, Going in, I I did not have high hopes. And sitting there watching it, see, I felt like the beginning, like leading up to mm. her kind of figuring out that she has these powers, I actually thought it went in a good pace. It was kind of a good pacing for me. Where it got a little long is once she figured it out, she there was a lot of the same dialogue over and over. Yeah, the 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 there, there's a there's a problem with movies about predestination and precognition yeah. is that cinematically then you get a lot of do-overs um and so this movie has a lot of do-overs so you get a lot of the same dialogue you get a lot of the same things it's and it and it is tough to do i mean you know groundhog day is one thing when you're playing it for laughs um this is supposed to be serious you know this is more uh akin to um 
what was it pre what was the Nicolas Cage one where he could see the future premonition yeah, and I don't mind the seeing of the future and the repetitive of that mm-hmm. I'm talking like her basic dialogue with the girls like she was they gave her a lot of the same dialogue over and over like a nagging mother and I was, I I was gonna say mommy dialogue she's, like she's supposed to be um like not their savior or their caretaker but she wants to take care of these girls reluctantly at first, right. but then she kind of gets into it. Um, but a lot of her dialogue as they're kind of going through these fights and they're in the car, it's just this constant nagging, I felt like. And I'm like, okay, you only need to say that once or twice. And then you can utilize that same emotion by actually doing action right? instead of saying. Um, and so that that's kind of where it kind of drug on for me. But I actually didn't mind the little repetitiveness. And I like how they built it up over time. So the first time it occurs, it's just very slight. It's almost like she said, it's like a deja vu. Like yeah. we've all had that deja vu. Like we're, did that happen? Or was that just me thinking it happened? Yeah. You know, and then they it kind of grew over time. But it seemed like it. her superpowers that have been in her body, the only her whole life were triggered by her falling in the water like no. a trauma well a de- trauma death right a death. trauma well yeah. death. yeah but she died yeah she died so, so if she yeah. never would have died yeah would it just have been in there and benign the whole time yeah it, it, it it's so, so yeah so there's there's a lot you can take from this i almost at one point wanted to think that they were going to try to slide the word mutant in um but, but since, I don't know that they can. But since Sony does not own Mutant, Marvel does, it would have taken an act of God by Marvel, who worked with them on this, as they do. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they it will. Is, I think I think Sony, they're saving they're they're saving that for thing. for yeah. what's coming up. But yeah, you know, it it almost feels that way. And you're like, yeah, when you said that everyone is affected by the spider different. It's like, yeah, because the spider has a venom that interacts with your DNA, and everyone's DNA yeah. is is different. So. That's 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 one aspect of it. I actually liked the uh, the stuff in Peru in the Amazon. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the more interesting bits of it for me. Not that I I, I don't want people to think I, I didn't like the movie because look, I, I Caitlin yelled at me when I said it's it, this is better than Morbius. <laughs> but we all know. I think it's just that we all don't want to re we don't want to think about that. Right. Well, and to be right. fair, again, Morbius is not a terribly, terribly high bar. It's, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a pair of socks on the carpet. If you're walking over it, that's how low that bar is. Um, so, so then you have to start comparing it. Well, where does it fall in the rest of the Spider-Verse? It's nowhere near Tom Holland, Spider-Man. So now you've got venoms to compare it to. Right. And I think it's, Better than Venom Two, but I I, I like Venom One better than yeah, I, like, I mean, than Venom I liked Venom than I liked disaster. Venom Two. But so, it's not even it's not even going to be in that cinematic universe. So we have to understand no, it that yeah. this is a Sony movie, and what they allude to with different Easter eggs in this movie is that it goes into the Spider Man Sony verse right. that they have created. So this is going to go back to a Tobey Maguire um, Spider-Man 
age, See, right? And that and that's and, the, or Andrew Garfield, well, whichever one you want to do. Uh, that, but before they merged, because but but you because, can't even do that. Had this been because, like I said, it's we it started in seventy three. This takes place in 2003. In 2003, your Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. Yeah, so, what I'm saying is the background. Because right. Because if, if you're in the Spider-Verse where Spidey has an uncle and not an aunt, aunt. that takes care... I mean, but it's also in the Spider-Verse. They say, right. um, they say in... You know, at the end of the movie, is that the great, the best thing about the future is that it hasn't happened yet, which means that she can change the future before it happens. Yes. That's what she's doing is she's seeing glimpses and she's being able to change it. And now that she has a little more control over it, then it really could be inside any spider verse out there. And they even threw in one of the female spider verse characters that they have in across the spider verse. The Yes. Yes, which that made me super happy. So yeah, so I mean, as soon as you introduce the multiverse, you can get away with yeah. with all of I this mean, stuff. Now anything can. Happen. Yeah, so th- this film doesn't deal with the multiverse, but it can exist within that yeah. Sony multiverse. Yet, it hasn't dealt with it yet, but yeah. I see it coming. I feel like it's coming. It it would have to, and a lot of that I think is going to be dependent on how well it does at the box office. Um, I mean. Not, I don't think it's going to do well. I, I, I don't either. I said that I, I think it's opening week per screen average is going to be less than my paycheck. Uh, and I don't think I'm wrong. But I will tell yeah. people whether I am right or wrong when the first week's release is coming. And that might be... Well, it's going to have a five-day opening weekend because it opens on the Valentine's Day, which is Wednesday. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This is a five-day opening weekend. So I'm not saying it's not going to do $65 million across five days. I'm saying it's per screen average. That's my prediction is that it's, it's going to be less than my paycheck. If I'm wrong, that means this movie is doing really well. So I, I kind of want to be wrong. Uh, I think so. the mistake is, is having it come out on Valentine's day. Um, because I don't think, I think you have a certain percentage of, nerds and marvel fans and comic book superheroes that do want to see a strong female cast superhero movie yes um i don't think it's one that they that the mass majority want to see on valentine's day no um even if both you and your partner uh are into that right um I, i think that was their biggest mistake and then you've got a huge group of people that detest the female uh, superhero on the big screen anytime, whether they're front and center or they're in the back. So, um, and so they're not going to go out of their way if their, if their wife is not, or their other partner, um, I'm not going to assume any partner that you have um, wants to raise their hand and say it. I don't think it's going to be something that many people, I'm not going to say anyone, many people surprise their Valentine's partner with. Yeah, on Valentine's so this this Day. is going to be an intentional movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's very so, much going to be intentional. But I don't know. You're right. I don't. I don't think that it's an event movie. I certainly don't think that it's a Valentine's Day event movie. Um, if you like what you're seeing and hearing, 
Please feel free to like us, share us, follow us wherever you're listening to us, actually. Uh, If you're on YouTube, click subscribe. That would be great. Go to the website at vsmoviepodcast.com, and that will give you links to all of our socials. It'll give you write-ups of stuff that's not audio, but you'll get pretty much everything there. So if you like what you're seeing and hearing, make sure you share it with everyone else. Now let's get back to the show. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I I didn't, like I said, I didn't mind it. I, I, I think that there are some, there are some issues with predestination films. Uh, with any predestination narrative, there's there's issues there. Um, there's uh, the Terminator. The Terminator paradox is in full effect here, uh, as it is in most time travel movies. Um, and, and so, so the, in in many ways, there's you know there's this Greek tragedy element to to these characters uh, in mm-hmm. from a narrative sense. Yeah, uh, very much so. There, it it. It's it's okay. I the 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 girls are the worst part. I I actually would have been, I think I would have been would I would have felt better if it had just been her against our villain. If it had just been See, I think the villain was the worst part. It was yeah, because again, you're trying to have a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man in it yeah. and without saying Spider-Man. Uh and you say everything yeah. up to but not quite spider uh, people spider, spider people. Humans, yeah, I know they actually did so things. spider people. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, he's not. I get why they don't say it because he isn't Spider-Man. Right? Well, he doesn't exist. This, this, what? Well, no, yeah. I meant the villain. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so, if if they were to call the villain Spider-Man and even put that out there, yeah. you, I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's going to be, it's going to piss fans off. Um, but also in the comic books, um, they don't call him Spider-Man, right? No. It, I, in this, it, though, they it, just call him exists, Wall Guy. It, it just exists in a totally different. Um, yeah universe this 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 is very siloed off yeah from from everything else unsiloed it when they made her best friend ben right well in 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 a multiversal format that can exist that can happen and and be isolated because that's how you get you know 300 peter parkers that's right. how you get. They, that's how you get yeah. different aged Peter Parkers and different versions. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whether, so I mean, but they kind of said it doesn't, but it does. Well, again, but it's it's it, it's know. in a world where where yeah. Ben Parker exists. Yeah. Uh, so Ben Parker exists in is going to exist in basically any multiverse. Right. The question is, what happens to Ben? They don't say the name of the baby, but they allude to who this baby is. Right. And they talk about where this baby's dad is. Yes. And they talk about. So all these things allude to these Easter eggs that 
there is going to be, or maybe at some point we will see Spider-Man. Or if so, there's not, they do have plausible deniability because it's a multiverse and it can be a multiverse right. in which none of that happens. Yeah. So, so we'll see. One of the things that I, they're getting people excited by showing flashbacks or flash forwards of yes. our, our female superheroes in their, their superhero garb that you see right. in that you see in the comic books, right? Mm-hmm. And their their garb, I have to say, it follows pretty closely. And they look good. To I don't... what you see in the comic books. The only yeah. one that's a little bit different and that some super crazy people are going to have an issue with, um, and yeah, I just called you super crazy if you have an issue with this, is that Maddie Franklin, um, her character and her costume, um, I don't want to say costume, her superhero garb, um, is different than what they portray on the big screen. Um, but if you haven't gotten over yet that our world is a different place and we include all the peoples, uh, then I would just say, say step out of the superhero comic book movies for the rest of your life. Either get over it, move on, um, move forward, or just leave. Um, yeah, well, the, the, the door is over here. Yeah, like, but, no, it's like I said, I don't, I don't have a dog in this fight. Uh, you know, I didn't have a dog in the uh, Ms. Marvel series fight either. I, I went yeah. into that and I watched that show as yeah. a show and I, I made my determination yeah. based on that. So I went right, in. But I'm, you I'm and in, I go watch movies to watch movies. That is true. Because it, we need to see if it's a good movie or a bad movie. And that's how Other I had to look at this. Post, I liked their, yeah. I liked the look ahead look of the three. Yeah. I liked yeah. that. But um, I think that was... That was one of the only legs it was standing on for people that are going into this film that don't know and don't care is it's this flashy thing mm-hmm. that, oh, that's that's something. Or people that know the comics that don't really care for what they're doing here and then they could say, well, this wasn't great, but I'm really excited to see those characters. That's what I'm here for. Right. Madam Webb is whatever but these three are what it's all about yeah i don't know that i cared for that kind of max headroom look there at the end or the 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 doc brown i guess uh at the at uh, for at the end um but sure i i guess it's it it's like i said but i i that that's a quibble the rest of it like i said she doesn't really have a costume garb uniform yeah. you know in the yeah. in the film so they just get her to the end and she has kind of this thing and i just like i said that thing right there i just didn't care for uh yeah. but no the rest of them I, th- I thought they looked suitably they they didn't they looked comic book but they didn't look cartoony if that makes yeah. sense and that's yeah. what i want in a cinematic superhero yeah because it, the, what is in the what is on the page people does not always translate to what goes on the screen well, and it, it doesn't it work really- can't right yeah and i if i would have looked it up before i went in there i would know that madam webb is in a wheelchair but when i saw it happening i was like oh my gosh so is this like a mix-up of you know um professor x and you know two other things so (laughs) it's for me for me it's oracle for birds of prey So on the web, it says Madam Web is a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. She first appears in The Amazing Spider-Man number 210 published in November of 1980. So the first time we see her, she's in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. 
Um, and Ezekiel plays a big part. And that this is another thing. So if Ezekiel plays this big part in all of her stories, then is they, there's no way. Well, there is a way. Marvel does it, and so does DC. They kill off their villain right. in the first time that they present him to the audience, yep. which I wouldn't mind in this place because I just thought his character was flat. His dialogue was awful. Well, um, I, but maybe they can make him better. I don't know. Well, see, so you know, my problem with him was actually that he goes from what he is at the beginning, and I'm not going to say it, and yeah. he goes to what he is for the rest of the movie. And so he is he has become this super rich, powerful dude. Yeah. But we have no idea what he actually is. It's like he took the yeah. beginning of the film and he became this, but it's like is he is he a, a is he a, an evil Elon Musk tech baron? Is he uh is he an arms dealer? Is he what is he? Why is he in this position that he's in? Is he, is he just a kingpin crime boss? What mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. But then he does all this other stuff, and and so that so yeah he's flat because they don't actually tell us what he is. He's just dude from beginning plugged in to be villain, and it's like yeah no no give me a little more. I mean, let me exp- you know let me let tell me why he yeah. is, or tell me how he is where he is because the you know. Event X in the beginning is not why he he is where he is. I yeah. want to know. I want to know that you need to know that you and that's you need that for a good villain. <coughs> and so, so I didn't even think about <coughs> this one. Is what if it's not Peter Parker? What if it's Kane Parker? I am not. <coughs> so not versed in Kane. So Kane Parker <coughs> can he can be an ally an enemy to Peter Parker and Ben Riley, But his aliases are also Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Tarantula, and Scarlet Spider. Um, so I'm wondering... But what's his origin? As, as well, people are yelling at the screen right now what, what they know his origin is. I mean, is, I, I, don't. I don't remember, but I do know that he's in Earth 616. And I know that when we get into... Um, ben, because we've seen Ben Riley, right? Ben Riley's been teased a few times in a couple different movies. Yes, we've seen in the Sony Spider Verse. We've seen Scarlet Spider. We've seen someone that looks like Ben Riley. And so, if you go down oh. and look at the six one six characters and what we're seeing across the Spider Verse, that may be the direction that they're going. Um, Kane is a clone. Even, yeah. So, yeah. So, That's interesting, but you gotta have somebody to clone. Well, you have Peter to clone, but doesn't oh. mean that Peter turns into Spider Man. No, that's true. That, that you know what that's I, true. Like, I'm just like now we can kind of they can make whatever rules they want to make, they can. right? And so if something happens in this different universe, this different Spider Verse, to Peter before he becomes Spider Man, and it, he gets cloned into Kane, yeah. We have kind of an interest. I mean, I'd go see that. that you know what I mean? I, I'd go see that. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm pulling at straws here yeah. because, like, I don't know. Um, I do like the idea that we're going to get the stories of these female uh, spider characters because, you know, if you go to any, I didn't know about a lot of them, and I started looking into them probably 
10 years ago when I started going to a lot of conventions and you see a lot of costumes and I'm like, mm. Ooh, that's a different spider. Oh, that's a different spider because I read amazing Spider-Man and I watched the cartoons growing up, but you didn't get all of these female characters, right? right. X-Men is usually where you got the female characters, but you didn't get all the spiders, right. you know? So, so I'm kind of excited to see what they want to do with these characters on the big screen and the fact that they started them younger than they were in the comic books means that they have a lot of range and they're thinking about a long-term storyline yeah in terms of that i'm just wondering if maybe that's not better suited to a series i hate to say that if you're going to develop if you're going to develop three interrelated heroes that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like a film to me that's x-men 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 yeah X-Men. It's a tough, I think it's a tough sell. It's hard. And and those are hit or miss. I I don't know. But it's there. Yeah. But, but you can, you can easily overcrowd a film by trying to develop too many characters. And I'm just wondering what's Sony's outlet streaming outlet. I mean, I, I didn't know how across the spider verse was going to be a thing and not be a complete mess. (laughs) Right. And it could have been, a disaster. Yes. So if they're going to pay attention to their films there that have succeeded, which are the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Verse yeah. animated movies, then maybe if they listen to that, they, this could be a good idea, but we see that DC doesn't do that because oh. DC's animated movies surpass their live action movies yep. by far. But Marvel lately seems to have a better if you take away 2023 seems to have a better track record than dc so i mean i'm i'm willing to say i'm i'm willing to see how this goes i went into this film thinking that it was going to be an awful waste of my afternoon right um and that it was going to be a hot pocket going in and coming out um (laughs) Right, just not great, but I it didn't suck. There were a lot of things about this film that I liked, but let's go back to the Incredible Hulk. Let's go back to Spider Man, uh, two and three from the Sony era. Yeah, we liked the characters, but the cheesy dialogue and the moments that you're like, oh, I really want to like this movie so much because it's so cool. But that was a groany moment, and that was a groany moment. It it took us back to that age of superhero movies. And that may have been a good thing for Sony. That may have been what audiences are looking for at the moment, and then they'll kind of pull it into the future. I don't know, but there was the dialogue. Sometimes was pretty... For the villain, I think every time he spoke... I don't know. It was awful. And sometimes it looked like it was dubbed. I hate watching dubbed things, oh, yes. but it was so unreal. I thought someone else was speaking for this man. Yeah. It's it, 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 some of, some of their dialogue wasn't great either. I know, but um, his was like 100% all the time. It was, yeah, it except was, for when he was in the jungle. I know. When right. He, he was just he being, was this, being a dude, just yeah. being a dude and talking. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's a thing um i agree i don't i there there's a lot of neat stuff in here there's a lot of good stuff in here i think there's a better cut uh in there um but it's it's, only an hour and a half so no it's an hour and 55 minutes 
Okay, an hour. Well, it's it's damn near. It's almost minutes. two hours. It's almost two hours. Hour and fifty-seven, according to IMDb. Then there should be a better cut. I thought it was an hour and a half. That you could definitely cut at least twenty minutes out of that film. Uh, yes. I I'm sure there's footage that they could swap out and leave it an hour and yeah, fifty-seven minutes. It, or that. That's or a, that. There's a better cut um, that's still around two yeah. hours. Let yeah. me put it that someone's editing bay has got files of things yeah. that were cut. Uh, yeah. And that that they could that that I'll, I'll I'll bet there's some better stuff in there. I feel like there was some stuff that was reworked. Like the whole diner sequence was that was 2003 cringe. Uh, well, and it was just too much of it. Yeah, there was like that. they just kept showing us again, even without the even without the um, flashbacks or flash forwards or yeah epiphanies or whatever you want to call them. Well, I like that. Um, give me something. Give me a scene that's just a a teeny bit different, but it was super cringy when the girls were dancing on the table. Yeah, was that was, that cringy. was bordering on, whoa, what are we but doing? it was also the reason why it was cringy is because it wasn't, if I were to hang out with those girls, like she did for a day, there was nothing about any of those, those girl girls personalities that would make me think they're going to get up on a table and dance. And the no. person, the girl that initiated start a fight, maybe. Hard, yeah. That she's too hardcore to get up on a table and dance like that for yeah. a bunch of guys. No, like she, that, she goes over and punches one totally, of them. She, it was totally out of character yep. for I, any of those girls to get up there. And so for me, that's why it was so cringy because you, why did you do it? What was, what was the whole idea? Cause you could have had it, had them interact with those guys in any other way. Was it because of Britney Spears was song was on and in that video, that's, yeah. They're they're mimicking it. I don't I just for me it didn't work in no, a lot of different Yeah, there's 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 a better cutter. But again, this is not this is not a bad film. No. I think I you know, we talk a lot of, you know, it's 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 fine. It's 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 a good film. It's not a great film. It's not a spectacular it's film. It's a medium. It's the middle of the road. Yeah, it is. It but again, it you know, you know, after this, what have we, so what have what have we had? We've had the Spider Man movies, we've had the Spider Verse movies, we had Morbius, we had two Venoms, and then next up we get Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Which Are I we I, still getting it? I, I unfortunately did watch the trailer for that back in the day. Okay. I have uh what's less than zero? Less than zero hope. I have Where negative is that on our schedule. Uh, not yet. It's it's coming this summer. I was going to say because Deadpool is next, and if you watch, well, I'm that just talking trailer... from from Sony again. So, oh, so there's okay. Sony, there's DC, there's Marvel because Sony is is yeah. still different or still separate. Yeah. Uh, yes, but yeah, yes. I think next up is Deadpool. But we have Craven coming from the Spider Universe without yeah. Spider Man, and I I I don't know. I I don't I don't know about that one. I I this yeah. does not look good at all. Uh, however, if it if it surprises me the way this one did then it will be a good film and that's better than you know being suckered into releasing morbius to theaters a second time because the fans you know goaded you into thinking that you could actually make money with that film so um like i said but this one yeah madam webb i don't know uh i said it's 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 not gonna do gangbusters it will it will be a flop uh, in technical terms, uh, because the budget has to be high. The budget has to but be high. But you know what was also a flop last year in the box office? What? Killers of the Flower Moon. I know. 
but I don't think this is going to get any Oscar nominations. No, it's definitely so, not. Uh, and neither should that. Killers of the Flower the Moon effect. is a separate argument we can have. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just uh, saying, like, um, it might be something that once it goes streaming, like, people will really like it. I would say if you want to go, don't not see it on the big screen, but I would go see it on, like, a $5 Tuesday. I don't know that you need to spend full price for this film on the big screen, but there were some really cool action shots. There, there is a shot in the, there's three shots in the film um, that I remember. And it's very much a their cells from a comic book, which was right. really cool. I really liked that. They gave us um, some of like comic book action scenes. And I do really like it that our main female character is a kick-ass driver. Right? right. Like she, I thought that was really neat. Like for me, I was just like, all right, like that's kind of a cool little, you know, notation in the film that, but, I mean, a lot of people aren't going to take it, like even pay attention, whatever. Um, but I thought that was kind of neat, yeah. uh, but she also had kind of a Jessica Jones vibe, right? Jessica Jones doesn't really have an outfit, but she does have an outfit. Mm-hmm. And so does Black Widow before we see her outfit. When she's in her regular street clothes, it's very much jeans, that leather jacket that she wears all the time um, that kind of tells you who she is. Um, And I do think that this character, Madam Web, also has that. Uh, I would also real quick like to note that apparently, according to the interwebs, uh, the budget on this is 80 million. Ew. So, you know, if it makes... Did they get a lot of that from Pepsi? I don't know. They did have that big light up sign and a uh, whole bunch of Pepsi cans and a whole lot of Pepsi cans and bottles. You betcha they did. So yeah. So 80 million. So we'll, um, okay. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. It's it, so it, it might, it'll make money eventually in the theaters, but yeah, it's, this is not a billion dollar movie. Uh, but I'm 80, 80 million makes this a lot more palatable. I think yeah, to studios I mean, and it proves that you can make a superhero movie on $80 million. Um, like you can make a monster yeah. movie on 15 or less million dollars. Godzilla minus they, one. They probably uh, could have spent less if they wouldn't have had so many writers, three writers again. And again, the, the budget for this would be fine if the narrative was tweaked. And, and made a little better. I don't think that changes the cost of the film. So I think, yes, you can do this stuff for $80 yeah. million. Dollars. And yeah. great, do it, please, yeah. for the love of God. Uh, there there has so to be a way to Fix your dialogue and tweak your editing. Fix your dialogue and tweak your editing. There you go. That's what we're going to say. That's what we're going to say about Sony Pictures' Madam Web. Val, where can people find you all over the great big interwebs? I am really trying to boost my YouTube page. So if you go over to my YouTube channel at I am Val Cameron, just like you see up here. And also I started doing little three minute um, movie chats on my TikTok. So uh, also I am Val Cameron. I try and keep it easy. I'm I am Val Cameron across all socials. Yeah, you're you're much more organized than I am. I have two versions. So, uh, so, so thanks for coming on, uh, everyone. Thank thanks you. for joining us here at the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. Don't forget to like us, follow us on your socials. VS Movie Podcast, Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. You'll find us. We're not hard to find at all, uh, and we're everywhere. You could hope to find us, except for TikTok because I'm old and I'm not going to TikTok. That's 
Just get on the TikTok, Mark. Not going to get on the TikTok, you whippersnapper. Not going to do it. But no, so there we go. Uh, so, yep. Uh, Till next time. I'm Mark. That's Val. Bye, Val. Bye. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you later.